begins now. Capital 263. I'm not a slut. I just love love. <laughs> what's up, what's up? How you doing? Uh, guys, I'm trying not to be chilled today because uh, we promised that we'd not be chilled. Today we've got a special episode. Uh, we... Normalist was telling me to turn down the volume so everyone. All right, today we've got a very special episode because we've got a very special guest. I call her Upebs with Mount Pleasant. Upebs <laughs> 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 a yellow manifest. <laughs> and I, I, I'm super excited because everyone's like, she should be on politics and beyond. I'm like, no, man, she's not. Nah, we ain't doing that. Cool. I'm she's even in cool. yellow. I'm in all her regalia. Be the change. Yeah, like, wow. But today I'm going to practice the difference between state and party. So don't get comfortable. I'm your no, volunteer, okay. but today, today yes, you're right. on the grill. Going down. <laughs> all right. It's Nana and the other guys are figuring out adulthood and freaking politics in 30 or so minutes. And we've got, as this is a special guest, we've got Fazaima here. I did not want to put an advocate, but Fazaima here. Welcome to Nana and the other guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> look at you. Look at I'm you. Excited. Look at I'm excited. Hey. I'm so happy she didn't go. I am a qualified advocate. Yeah, I think only professors oh, do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> so what do, what do people call you advocate or just fuzzy? Normally it's just Iwe. <laughs> it's either Iwe or Mrs. Mahere. There's like no in between. Are you Some a people, No, I'm not a Mrs. No, you know, know we're going to ask you the question a Most couple people, of times. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to ask you a couple of times. Most people like, don't understand that there's a little cut in between. So yeah. No, but some people call me advocate. Some mm. people fancy. I, I love fancy. Yes, you're, nice still, you're still in the chill zone right now. Yeah, no, no. We see you. We see you. We're going to light it up soon. <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got Jerry today, Jerry, formerly known as Jerry the bartender. No, no bartender. <laughs> I was drinking last night just for the record. But when I woke me up at three, I've been awake since three. I, was I like, got home, he was calls, online. Who calls while someone at three? When well, he's excited about Fadzai, do, you know, do, you know, do, you know, do you know what three means? Someone is dying at your place or, <laughs> <laughs> or you your know? girlfriend is... Let's, let's not go about this. Let's chill there. I uh, heard you got a bay. Listen, let's just keep it moving. I, <laughs> so we're going to get to the bay. We're going to get to the bay. Um, and we've got Normalisa as well. Ah, uh, really? Now. Hello. We're greeting you, Pelle. Hi. So, I'm hey, hungover. There we go. Just for the hey, Thank you, you Miriam. Time. Thank you, Miriam. <laughs> right, I just want to say we're celebrating Miriam's and Mona Lisa's birthday this week. So shout but out happy to Happy birthday, Mona Lisa. No, not uh-huh. me. Oh. I'm Normalisa. Mona Lisa is another one. She's, yeah. She's crazy. She stands on tables during Got podcast recording. <laughs> and and before it. we get into about a week ago, I've got a special announcement from the producers of Capital 263. So you know that we are a whole network and we're here to build uh, businesses as we build our own. So this is the now the time. Look, we've gone from like 100 downloads to thousands every single month. And we know that there's, everyone's got a problem and you might be the solution to that problem. And we are now opening up our podcast for adverts. And listen, the rates are as low as four bucks, like four dollars per advert. You know, it's like, oh, I, almost, I almost thought you are going to be like dollar for two. Yeah, that's <laughs> a pricing model though. So, <laughs> so I want to be, give, shout out to, uh, give a big shout out to Tafaz Gwachur, one of the newest listeners who oh. is in Harare. And we've got a like, listeners from Russia, Kune started listening also quite recently. So imagine your business goes as far as that. So whether you've got an event, whether you've got like an album launch. Or you just want to go live. Or you just want to go live, like Olinda, Emin Hay, a campaign. Listen, this is open for everyone. We want your money. We want your money. Am I independent? I mean, you're here, right? So yeah, so... So, so that's basically it. I think we can get into about a week ago, yeah? Yeah, yeah what there, happened? There we go. Let's just get into about a week ago. About a week ago, week ago. 
All right, about a week ago. Uh, so everyone's going to weigh in, especially the advocates, because since talking is your business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we found out that Asha... No, let's start with the nice one. Psychology must comrade. No, guys, Fadzi is the new meme. Yes. Like, anyone who says shit, anyone who says shit, her face is like, huh? Did you see the meme that she had? She like, hey, Baba. So, tell us what happened there, since you're here. So, what happened was we are at a, at a talk... Um, a forum, and we're talking about um, the various political parties. We're talking about um, promises that have been made, promises that haven't been kept, um, and young people's disillusionment with the current uh, status quo. And so and this so, sounds like your campaign. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, but anyway, so what yeah. happened was. Uh, someone from the crowd, someone from the gallery, then puts their hand up and says, Look, how can you defend Zanu PF when they've got this record? Um, of having failed to provide the two two million jobs, mm. and so when uh, that question was obviously directed at psychology, mm. when he then put his hand up or got an opportunity to respond, he then yeah. comes out with the famous, you know, wash my clothes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your job. And I was, mm. you know what? I was pretty offended mm. by the fact that he could just joke with something that's such a real concern for mm. a lot of people. I mean, if, you know, I teach. So a lot of young students at the university, um, unemployment is a real thing. It's mm. a problem. It's, mm. it's a pandemic. Um, and it, it's breaking people's spirits. So Do you hear how just, deep it is? Yeah, it's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you must realize. I don't even know how to feel pandemic. <laughs> so for him to be so flippant about it, uh. and, you know, it was a tone-deaf response. Mm. It was... Um, you know, it wasn't nice. So I, I was really horrified. If you could, were you, you going know? to stand up and slap him? Well, I wouldn't slap him because I'm not violent. I I hope my daggers, the daggers in my eyes hit. I know, <laughs> all of us. Like, so, like, what? How, like, how dare you? You know, it's unacceptable. Uh, so, because yeah. we, saw, we saw the meme face, like, huh? What? <laughs> huh? Yeah, no, like, shock, like, disappointment, anger, Jesse, all rolled up. Feeling all one. emotions in one. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and it's it's not because I don't have a job myself. I have a job which I created uh, myself. Thank you. Thanks, Zanu PF, for allowing <laughs> you to create that job. <laughs> yes, because that's exactly that's the message. Huh? Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, this message is nonsense. <laughs> so yeah. So that, that was it. That was it, yeah. And I, he said a lot of other things as well, you know. So people asked him, for example, the stuff about the stands. Mm. And said, look, what the hell, dude? Like, you know, what's that about? Um, I got emo about the stands, And again, he's though. like, no, that's a lie. That's fake news. And we're like, come on. It's not you fake know, news. Stop insulting our intelligence already. Because we're so, really yeah. intelligent, aren't we? Yeah. There we go. Uh, so, so I don't know. I think that's pretty much summarized what I actually feel about the two million jobs. Personally, I just think people from Highfield, please do me a Please, don't please. vote for that guy. Exactly. Like, I'm a decampaigning hey, 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 that, person. That is you guys and your yellow And party. you know me? No, no, no. Yeah. This is not a party. Yeah. And this is nothing. Sorry, state, state, state and party. Keep, right. keep it different. And this is like, mm, in your but, head. But, Separate. What if what what if the guy is like him? Yeah, the, what if they like him? No, no, no. The do, guy do like him because he's right. He sings. No, do you buy a part or sometimes you're into the person? The person. Maybe the people actually like him. Have you met psychology? I haven't. He's not but likeable. I'm saying, no, to no, you, God. to you. Yes. <laughs> if if you suggest seriously that people like him, then that's a problem in our politics. If we can like someone without scrutinizing what they stand for, what they plan for progress is, and what the sincerity of their motives are, we've got a problem. Someone who puts the party line and the party craziness ahead of the people's plight. You know, that's not the sort of person you should vote for. The same anger, 
2014, that's the mm. same sort of scrutiny that, that we should have over all MPs across the board. You mm. know, it shouldn't matter whether they're from a political party or an independent. Ask the tough questions, you know, what are you doing for us? And then, you know, the Herald flighted an article, I think, through one of its reporters where they said, look, you know, he gets away with it in Highfield because the people are uneducated. Again, a tone-deaf, offensive mm. remark that really shouldn't fly in no political space. No, yeah, how's about people who think that people in the rural areas are... Like, the, the, there's this thing that the Brian Kagora said yesterday at the mm. Innovate Elevate thing, that mm. we make this assumption that because you're poor, we think that you're duffed. The moment then you want to stand up, you think that you're a dissent. The moment somebody wants to stand up for you, they're a project. I was like, ah, crazy. sad life. My, my, my only question is, will you be giving out rice to Mount Pleasant? But then, we'll no. We'll Definitely not. <laughs> but you could, though. You could give us spaghetti, you know? maybe sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a sushi party. Let's, let's, we want let's, that. let's talk about something else. So what, what sure. could $50,000 do for your, for your campaign? campaign? Yeah. Oh gosh, so many things. So let me tell you how to get it. How? You have to be Wignall's second wife. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wignall, I think a week, about it's a week okay, ago. okay, I'll pause. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think of the whole... 50k lobola. Uh, not um, even that. Uh, like, uh. I hope her parents ask for like 50k. Though. Yeah, like, yeah, he put it on like that. Do you guys want to hear the truth of what I think? Free to yeah, free to say, free to do it. Are you sure? Yeah. Go. So no, I think the biggest see. problem is... Firstly, we have to scrutinize where this money is coming from. In a in a in a hey, country, she said I could go in. She said I could go in. Go in. Yeah. We all know the cash crisis. We all know that you know U.S. dollars are just known to be found. And yet, we have to ask ourselves seriously. You know how how is this money being made? We then have to accompany say what was the procedure? You know who who was he up against? In, in I don't how know how the tender it? was found, but then they said that his bins, where it was clamped that time, is right <laughs> next to where the chicken blocks. So he's probably chilling there. He's like, yo, I need a bag. So I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just a little concerned mm. with, you know, the sort of model that we create um, with that sort of situation. Then obviously we go to the deeper issues of, you know, monetizing a human being in mm. that way and okay. trying to, you know, flaunt your wealth by so saying you, I can pay so much for a woman. So no. if we went to Dr. Stephen Mahere, right? Yes. Right. Who did? Yes. And did we're like, <laughs> right. yeah. he, he'd be like, such he ain't gonna do no lower. No, he's gonna go, go be like. How how much do you think your dad will ask for Lobola? Can I answer? Mm. Yeah. In my own way. Yeah. Please do. Firstly, I can't, you know, you're going to have to call him to the show and ask him that. I I'm, 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 I'm scared of the guy. Listen, uh, tell us. You know, I, I don't want to answer for my father in the same way that I, sh I think he shouldn't be asked to answer for me. But I can tell you what I would do if it were my daughter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Lobola. I think it's got its place in our society, but we must not forget the essence. It wasn't about paying the most. It's about building relations, you know. If it's a few cattle, just kungosungisa, kumba ukama, that's what we want to do, right? We don't want to then make it about competing. But I want if, 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 if you have the most, then paid. Well, like, it like, it shouldn't be a contest about who can, if, who can if, pay if, for the... If you've got uh, that much money invested properly... I'm investing in my, my Sorry, woman's family. Nah, I, I wish I was back in my debate circles. I'd actually take Fadzai to be my partner, though. Did you see how she was building it? <laughs> okay, like, like, listen, let's not monetize people. I was, I was okay, hoping she was going to land on that whole, this is how child marriage is. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Mm. Like, you can't, you can't, you shouldn't do that. And, mm. you know, we should 
remain true what you know to what the cultural practice is meant to meant to represent. So you're yes to lower but no to the way it's being done. I can't believe this. We're waiting. I think we should, culture should evolve. I think Lobola is a building relations between families is oh, great. So people should meet up and not pay, but just meet, meet up, up over a meal, you know, token amounts or token animals, gifts. shared gifts. But not money. Not not excessive amounts. Not talking about fifty thousand dollars. So guys, um, because it becomes it's too it's too it's too transactional. I don't okay. think love. So what would you? What, how much lobola would you would ask you? for your daughter? No lobola for my daughter. And, and how much would we would at least the least amount we can come like dollar maybe. Okay, dollar. what gifts? Yeah. What gifts do you wanna? Mumbai my what would it be? Mumbai <laughs> <laughs> my yeah I take I take the car. Mm. You'd want the car. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want it, but if it's offered, you know, I I take it. So we're going with the car. We're going with the car. Yeah, okay. But listen here, mm. right? Marriage is not about who can pay what. The Indianovuns are my deeper quality. So if your guy can come with fifty thousand bucks, I've got my my questions to ask. Like, what's your background? Maria, uno wanna say what sort of respect do you have for women? What sort of a father are you going to be? What's your value system? Now I see why I say I we're going to have Wignall after and we're going to play him this question like now, five seconds. I would certainly answer. ask that. You know, it's not just about money. It's not transactional like that. I'd go deeper. Like uh, Lumumba. You're all relational. Sorry? <laughs> you go deeper like Lumumba. Oh, <laughs> no. No, but like, I'll, actually, like Lumumba, I'll ask you I, a little I, later. I would, I would scrutinize the guy um, quite seriously. Because look, you know, they're 25, they're 30, they're 32. They don't have much money. Mm. But you can see potentially the other. Man. Yeah. How much great. would you invest in potential? It depends. Ask yeah. your question ah, cool. from <laughs> <laughs> Ask your question. What setup and what? <laughs> All right. Um, because we really got to move. Uh, and I like this conversation, by yes. the way. Uh, Asha had herpes for eight years. And <laughs> had herpes for eight years. And I'm only bringing out Asha. I know he's not a local, but, you know, I grew up on Asha and stuff. Hey, yesterday know? we sang Asha, like, for control and karaoke. <laughs> we had to sing for his herpes. We're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why any girl <laughs> would sing for But <laughs> you were in college at a, at a, at a bit. Um, I don't know where to go with this question. Just comment. I'm a girl. I'm a ass. Mm. Like, you, you, you were a college at UZIT and you graduated in 2008. So, like, 2007 was, like, a hard time. Yes. Did you ever get like a blesser approach you? No. Why not? <laughs> None of your no, fathers. Never. Friends, like, you're like, no, oh, you, you know what? Um, 2007, 2008, times are so tough and the blessers were few and far between. Even the blessers were broke. <laughs> even the blessers, <laughs> I'm telling you, even yeah. the blessers were broke. Because a blesser in those days would have been someone who could have bread, like a loaf of bread, I kid you not. You could actually make none a, of that. You could yeah. pay the whole of the loaf The bread blesser. And also, I lived at home. I lived, you know, um, a very basic life, you know. Hell Did you not. drive to school? No, I didn't. I walked. What? <laughs> no way. Kid you not, guys. Time's a tough one. Why did your dad take you to use it instead of... Because outside? he's not elitist. Yeah, look at <laughs> you, Jana. He's not, a, he's not someone like who, ab who abuses Zanapiev, blah, blah, blah. Who are you talking to right now? Because I feel like you. you're talking to He's trying to let them know. Like, he's listen, the woman my, of the people. My daddy yeah. knows the value of money. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Why would he work, you know, as a civil servant in an education system he doesn't believe in? He believed in it. I was like, any, any minister who's like a minister of a high... So the only minister 
right now that has my respect What's has gotta minister? be has yes. gotta be because I know Natasha be at the use. He wasn't a politician. He wasn't a minister. He was a civil servant. Can you guys already get that? Let's get the facts straight. Let's get the facts straight.
As about to ask her what's your shower procedure? So, um, so music, so music wise, what do you listen to? Yeah, right. So you better say you listen to Soldier Love right about now. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you gotta put that out there. <laughs> Soldier Love is forced upon me by Radio ETC. Um, Bang is pretty cool. We, what's you know. your kind of music? Yeah. What's my kind of music? Like I'm Megan Trainer. Everybody knows that I karaoke Megan Trainer. Whatever, what's yours? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, you guys are going to kill me for this, but, you know, honesty is the best policy, auntie. I love Celine Dion. Oh, God. I love... <laughs> Titanic. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, who else do I like? Um, I like um, Imagine Dragons. That's dope. I but like that moment when you open your wide, <laughs> eyes wide open, like who that? Like <laughs> no, we're not talking boots. This is Mount Pleasant. Yeah. 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 Mount Pleasant. I don't know. I also like some local people. I love Brian K. All right. Like, I That's love a guess, like, Brian, Brian K. Is Brian K. is which guy? The baby, like, um, something heavy. Z- heavy machine. Heavy machine. machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's really cool. Locally, I also like. Um, I used to like Kudzai Sevenzo. What happened? You stopped liking her? No, no, not she that I stopped liking her. No, 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 I love her to bits, actually. Um, but she, she hasn't been singing as much anymore. Kudzai. Um, so Please get back she'll, into she'll the studio. Something else. Uh, who else do I like? You know how Winky D has grown on me, guys? Mm. <laughs> well, you can see by the hair, but it's kind of following suit. He's grown on me. Extraterrestrial. Like, I never had either. Maybe. <laughs> 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 you know what? We're just gonna right. lock this off. Asking, We're not indulging you. But Dima wins that for me. Ask me ask for your music. Yeah. Music, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on yeah. the type of stuff that she like. Someone asked me like, this is Adam from Skies. He said like, what Hi, would you take for a guy? Oh yeah, Adam, shout out to you. Uh-huh. What would you take for a guy to ask you out? I guess for a yes. What would they take? Yeah. Why are you assuming it's Antonio? I'm coming. Okay, fine. This is like, you know, I keep my tongue. I was gonna ask them. Yes, it was. Normally, so ask. So, you know, we follow you on social media. Like, we like you. Okay, even even my dude wants to live in Mount Pleasant, so I think <laughs> and, and, and and before but she even goes on, we've actually, been seeing flowers from Bill. No, no, Bill's not my dude. Bill's is an he admirer. almost there? No, Bill is like an admirer. Him? No, Bill's an admirer. Do you like Bill? No. Is it a pseudonym or that's his real name? No, it's a pseudonym. So no. Bill has got a name and. Yeah, but that's so, the name. But Bill isn't my but, dude. But whenever the flowers come, do you take them? Or? Of course. Wait, but how does your dude think <laughs> if you have a dude like you're accepting flowers from I other people? Somebody, it's, a, it's flowers. Okay. So Wait, it's, it's so flowers. you have a, you have a babe? We don't want to know not who. Have a babe, do no, you? tell no, us. Do you have a babe? Do you have a babe? Yeah, right to right to remain silent. Uh-uh, no, we don't have the Fifth Amendment uh, uh, in Zimbabwe. We do. We've in got the studio. Section. I think it's fiction. Okay, okay. All right. I didn't think about that one. I usually play with people. Are not lawyers, she uh, me yeah. Okay, so you won't tell us if you've got a bay or not. No, I may or may not have a bay. You may or may not Come have on. a bay. We're not gonna look for him. No, even we if might. <laughs> okay, fine. Tell us at least uh what would what did it take if he is there? Uh-huh. What type of what, what what's that thing? What's that thing that he has there? Uh, so, okay, like? so the qualities that I find important. Someone who's obviously um, you know, stimulating intellectually. <clears throat> yes. Someone who has got Great fashion sense. Hey guys, <laughs> somebody. Oh, you're Mata. Oh, you're back, son. <laughs> you're back, son. I'm back. I'm back. Come on, Mata. But you know, not Kuna Mata. Kuri kuri. Okay, okay. Good see. I know reads among my my guitar equipment. You know that one. I'm not impressed with what you guy. I'm a school teacher. 
Um, what else? Values. Someone who's engaged. Okay. Munana apathy. Not gonna happen. Okay. Someone who's like, oh, Fudzi, you know, you need to stop. It's dangerous. Mm-mm. Quit Not happening. No. So you would like to have a political base? No, no, no. I, no, I, 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 I doesn't I would, have to be political. Be he uh, has to be engaged. Switched off. Okay. Engaged. I, I would, so I would, he, can, he can, you know, have a conversation around, you know, some of the, so the is things that, that I... So that's what does for you? They may or may not. We're going, we're going to pull it out. Anyone who's listening, who's going to be listening to this podcast at the end of the show, you're going to know if Fadzi has a bay or not. Yeah, we are on this. You guys, when you're listening. Uh, okay. Uh, we know. What? 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 No. No, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> All right. So I think, um, was Bay there when you got arrested? Which bear are you referring to? Hey, hey, hey. hey. Anyway, I, I, I'm a master cross examiner. Like, I, 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 I have that question. question. How was your day in prison? In, at in, night. In your night. question. It was awful. Tell us about it. It was, it was dirty. It was crowded. Pangpani wet Pasi. It was, I think it gave me a window um, into being on the other side mm. of the justice system because I'm normally, you know, in the clean side. On the clean side. So, I mean, you know, it's tough to see what um, people who are held in custody have to go through. Mm. I think the conditions need to be improved. I mean, you don't have to be cruel when holding someone in custody. The mattress doesn't have to be made of concrete. Mm. The the blankets don't have to have ticks, you know. So, you actually did, did, did a little bit of ticks. So, so, so who, who came to bear you out? You're dead. Oh. I'll tell you about what happened on that night. Obviously, you know, just bring her lawyer. Relax. Relax. Obviously, like like all my family, my my whole family came, including my father and my mom. And um we were charged with public disorder. First of all, the charges did mutate. By the way, it's one of the things. I had Ace. <laughs> right, right no, right. guys, can you stop doing that? Ace is anyway, my boy. Let, though. Let, 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 then what oh. happened was um, the police officer said, uh, look, you guys, if you want to leave right now, you can pay an admission of guilt fine. And you're not going to do that? Hell no. Mm. Ace knows I'd be running for political office. She's a yeah, convict. She's right you know? ah. Can't have so you that. knew by then that you were going to run no, for No, no, I office. didn't know at that point, but it's just not a stain I wanted. A lawyer has to be someone who's fit and proper, and if you've got a conviction for public disorder, how mm. then do you practice? How do you expect to be upstanding? I teach a lot of young students. How then can I be the lecturer in public disorder? Um, so anyway, my dad came and he's like, but John's Badareka had mission of just pay Katinde Kumba. I was like, no. nobody. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. I want to be a judge one day. So mm. I'm oh, not going to do that. Going. So <laughs> that's maybe, you know, maybe. maybe. Are we going um, for that ultimate we may or may to not make be. the president accountable? <laughs> <laughs> may or may not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what my dad did on that day. Okay. okay, so now you're in prison and there were other ladies there as well, yeah? Yeah. And you actually had to chit-chat with them. Yeah. Did you actually follow up with them afterwards? Like, no, I didn't. I, I, I didn't because you, you couldn't, we couldn't exchange. We didn't have our phones, so we couldn't exchange details in that way. But Can I, pin, I must tell you a, a tale. No, yeah, pin. You're not you. allowed to get in with anything. You must um, kill someone. There was a prayer warrior, Mujiri Mwia. Mm. I can't number to the whole night. We didn't sleep. She was so, uh, you see, she what, what, wait, wait, wait. Um, she was a prayer warrior. What was she doing in jail? Uh, uh, so she was in jail because she'd been caught at road, road port with a fake note. Uh, 
And then she was praying. She was praying. And Maybe I'm happy. I'm happy. Maybe That's she wanted the poor and silence moment. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the gates you guys just asked me about the night. Mm. That's that's you know something that that happened. And then there was also um, a mentally ill. Um, what's it called when? It, it wasn't. It's called. A, sorry, I've forgotten the the, the scientific term for a person who describe who's, it. Not transgender. <laughs> what's the word? Hermaphrodite. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd never actually seen one in Zimbabwe, but there was a hermaphrodite there who'd been, um, you know, accused of theft and was quite something to see how the police aren't adequately trained to deal with some of these more vulnerable um, victims. So, yeah, that Speaking was Speaking of which, <laughs> yes? would you at any point, when, or maybe I should put this in the hard talk, Don't yeah? Put this in the hard yeah, talk. okay, let's just go easy. Let's Isai, go easy. Ask us. Let's go easy. No, um, Do you drink? No. Ever like tried drinking? Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> guys, guys, you know what? The advocate can get out of our show. She can go. We'll have your twin. We're better off talking to your I twin brother. drinking, but you know, it's really not, it's not something I enjoy. You, what you, was you, your first drink? Uh, probably red wine, and it was horrible. Mm. You know, I like non-drinkers. Shout yeah. out to you. Please give me a drink. Yes, you see, us non-drinkers are cool people. I don't need alcohol to have a good time, time you know? Just like she is. She just was in the game for less. No, but like for two months. <laughs> like I started drinking. Mm. My first ever drink was in 2016. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I could do that. Like, seriously. Wait, so or you went it, through varsity, no went booze. to the UK. Yes. You do, not, you do not even wine. The cheapest booze I'd like you to do know. not even wine on anyone in the club. Like, he's going to like, oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. Have you been to a club, though? <laughs> yes, I have. And what were you doing there? Uh, dancing, but not whining. So you don't drinking, want... Drinking, but not drinking wine. So you wouldn't dirty wine for like forever, babe. <laughs> like, dirty wine. No, like, just in the comfort of your no, own home, just no. twerk for so, it or something. So, so whatever, babe. So you, <laughs> you are not getting some, some, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's... let's let, I, yeah. I, think, I think on the other questions that are really more social... Um. I think on the come up though, what's the difference between an advocate and everyone else? I, I really actually don't know. And other lawyers, yeah. you, that's your question. Okay, so advocates take the work on referral. Please, English, from lawyers. Like, like a, you know, like a GP and a specialist. You mm. know, kind of, so you don't go straight to the surgeon and say, cut me open. Mm -hmm. Until you go through the GP who does the examination, sorts it out, then says, oh, okay, we're on Chakati, the specialist mm. is Ninga, and then refers you, and then you, yeah. Oh. Mm. That's exactly how it works with an advocate. We specialize in courtroom. Okay. Lawyering thing. There's a whole lot of other lawyering that's really boring. So what's like your interesting one? Going to court, being an advocate. And then defending. There's it. a lot of lawyering that's not in court. Kudinda my paper. Draft my contracts. So you wouldn't be an arbitrator? No, I wouldn't be an arbitrator, but I do do arbitration. So anything that that entails going to court or another tribunal and advocating, presenting a person's case formally. So, so before if, an adjudicator is so what if, I do. So if we got if we got in trouble of having a conversation, that's kinda sounded uh -huh. like it was. Can't you just right. come to you now? Like? No, you can't. The rules are such that. Right. Yeah. Okay. First the GP, then like the I said, can I because maybe it's something really simple, like why would you want to pay advocates fees for something? Because we that's, know you, you're like our homie, right? <clears throat> yeah, and if you come to me, you're like, ah, oh, fads, oh, you you know, I'll mm -hmm. be like, I know a really good lawyer who can help you. If you saw her letter to the president, she was going to talk about it, right? Uh -huh. um, like, she really broke down, like, Section 67. Yeah, 
have shame for these people who do radio and podcasts. Why? Why? Uh, there's a post going around and uh, not that I read it. I'm like, son, what are you doing behind the microphone without reading the whole? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, okay. mm. yeah. So, so, don't say you sing a Torah show and it doesn't go okay. I've been speaking. I'm saying this is the question. This came like, like, this is the question. Do you know Torah show and left, right, and sent? Can I teach you the belly, though? Yes, you know what? I've been trying to say, Wova. Wova yingu. No, no, no. So, no, but he said it differently. Anzi, Wova. Ah, just say go with color, right? Guys, but I swear to God, mm-hmm. I'm working on it. You're working on it. I think it's just... Because people criticize you a lot. I, th- I think no pressure, though. Like, no, Mount, Pleasant, like Mount Pleasant, Aston, the No pressure, but this is, this is actually, you see, not mm-hmm. everything I do is for campaign purposes, guys. Yeah. You know, there's some things that I do because I... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I hold babies and I kiss, I, I, you know, I, wow. just for He's the sake of it. Maybe maybe do. Bay, do you need do you need gloves to hold babies while you're at it? No, I don't. I'm saying maybe Bay does a bit of devil also. That devil brother. No, no, no. So guys, you hear the character pronounced. The guy is devil. Thank you. Can you just also he's there? We told you. We told you. I know. One more question before giving the really serious political stuff, right? My producer, or our engineer, his yeah. name is Krim. He's right behind us taking pictures right now. Hi, this Chris. guy over there, he said, don't ask Fazi the serious questions. Ask uh-huh. her something like, would she legalize uh, sex toys or something? Are they illegal? I don't know. I got one. They're not illegal, <laughs> but they're not allowed into the country. Fuzzy. Oh, shit. Um, I take that back. <laughs> so, uh, you see, the thing is, there, there's so many things that should be criminalized, and I don't think that really is one of them. Okay. You see, I, I don't, this is sorry to get all jurisprudential mm-hmm. on you. There is a role for the law, mm-hmm. and there's a role where the law should not be policing morality. There's some things that people should be able to have the freedom to do and not do, mm. not because it's criminal or not. Um, and I do think, you know, using sex toys is there. Okay. So I'm going to do a speed run on you whilst we're on that. Yeah, Fuzzy, do you have a sex go. toy? No. no, no, no. I have one, but Fuzzy, okay, do you have I just sex have toy? for control. No. No, my, no, my, you said what? I have one, just for control. <laughs> okay. it, it's no secret. I don't I don't know. It's like having porn if you have it in your phone and they but that's matter illi- you. That's it's illegal, it. though. I, I just got to know now. I'm not going <laughs> to dispose it for the record. All don't right. come to my house without a search warrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Listen. anyway, let's not divert. No, I hear it. Run. This is sex toy. <laughs> I see it. I can see it already. Nah, no, listen. Nah. For the record, she no, does, the record, please. She does not, not. not possess. She just thinks no, that... No, guys, come on. Like I really think that mm. the media should literally grow up take it from me i hate it when you try and make us look like we're duffed people i hate it seriously yep. anyway a whole sometimes i wanted to do a speed yes, run before we go yeah. so whilst we are on the not policing mora- morality yeah. abortion yes or no i'm pro-choice okay um, do you do you, do you have gay friends Yes. What's your take on homosexuality? Again, you know, it's it's a personal matter. I'm a Christian, so personally, I don't believe in it, but I don't... You you, you're not going to... Like, you do you, boo-boo. Pretty you much. do you, and mm. also, you know, I think I think we just have to be, to be, you know, 
um, respectful of other people who are different from us. There's a lot of people that I disagree with, but I can coexist with people I dis disagree mm. with on some of so these So would it be a motion that you'll be proposing in Parliament I think we've got more urgent up? legislation that needs to be dealt with at the moment. That would not be top of my agenda. Mm. So okay. 20, I mean, there's a country with a cash crisis, big unemployment and so on. Let's not try and, you know use the morality to raise emotions. Let's deal with bread and butter. I drop man. Um, I don't Sorry have to my gay friends, you guys just need to stay in South Africa for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> That's what normally so said. Also, let, let's talk about the law then. Um, mm. The law doesn't criminalize homosexuality. It, it criminalizes marriage. marriage. This, this is what the constitution actually says. Yeah, but then these people are afraid to come here, bro. People are getting beaten up. <laughs> yeah. And they're getting beaten up. Not always by the police, but I think we're no, generally homophobic people. society, mm -hmm. you know, across the cross section, rich, poor, low income, high income, black, white, religious, not religious. I think we are a homophobic people. Right. Do you think it would be a government responsibility to kind of maybe protect Again, remember, that group? in 2023, yeah. You know, I think every single minority group of any kind should get protection in our mm -hmm. society because the majority can become tyrannical so i think every every you know so every human being regardless of their their personal choices has a right to dignity and that dignity should be respected the constitution says that under section 57 mm. so you know that's what should guide a government so, so just before so, selatine who does a show called keep it real fight is a hip-hop show he's got a question how did you did, how did the competitive culture at arundel help influence the drive that you have now because his little, his little cousin... Yeah, yeah, can date a No, no, he's, he's, it's, a, it's a guy. It's a guy, yeah? He said his little cousin got 11 points and damn okay. near went into depression. Yeah, Because um, she didn't get 15. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, is that one of the things that kind of Arundel kind of taught you to do? And by the okay, way... So, you know, I, I owe a lot of who I am to, you know, the way, the influence mm. being at Arundel had, you know, strong work ethic, you know, amazing drive. Um, you know, you're taught grace, you're taught knowledge, you're taught how to, how to handle heat, um, which is, you know, something that I found very, very useful. That said, I do think that, you know, not everybody's intelligence can be quantified in the way that we examine in our school system. And this is, sorry to use that word indictment, but this is an indictment on the education system here in Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. It does not reward creativity. It does not reward um, people who do not think in the standardized way. It doesn't reward outliers. So sometimes you've got people who've got, you know, very, very high intelligence quotients, but you know, low concentration spans. Mm. And because you can't sit through a maths class, maths is dead boring. Like, remove that from the curriculum. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Cause, cause but you know what I mean? Like, I'm never going to use Pythagoras ever in my life. Actually, you But do, the ability though. to speak... No, I don't, personally. You, you do. You, and I'm you, doing you make a great point because all the people here are not media trained. Like, Jay's not media trained. She's a mathematician. He's in management. I'm science. And you are law. Like... It just kind of brings out the point that you're actually right. But I still think math should be there. So, uh, you know, it, can, it can remain there. I'm just saying that, you know, if someone's not good at math, it doesn't mean there'll be a failure at life. Yeah. And what you sometimes find is that some people can't get that C for maths 
Thankfully, Arundel, most girls will. Most will get an Listen, A. Your dad <laughs> came to our a. school, gave us a secretary's bell. Mag Mugawina. No, that's hey, fine. Listen, and my dad, again, because I know Mchazundibun's at time, time, mm. they are your dad's puppets. Like, let me just say, mm. he's a great mathematician, but I completely, not that I'm not good at it, it's dead boring. It's mm. not something that stimulates so me. So he gave you extra lessons. No, the po- no, he didn't give me extra <laughs> lessons. Do you know so the I'll moment when somebody's beating down like your life path? Like, <laughs> like, no, it's, it's more, sorry, you know, personal choices <laughs> are not genetically passed on. That's that's the simple point I wanted to make. Yeah. And so Arundel, you know, I lot, it's, it's not a school that's right for everyone. I mm. think um, if you're a parent and you want the best for your child, try and evaluate what sort of a student they are. Are they someone who's going to thrive in an overly competitive um, system, if not, you know, they can because the way you are a competitive I, I, character, it's maybe, maybe, maybe it's, it, it has to do Perhaps. with single sex schools. Because, there, do you know, do you ever heard the mm. story? We were at the same school, the J. I don't Which know if it was Mazoe Boys High School. Mazoe you High know, school. I have a good friend, anyway. Tell us, tell us, tell us. No, 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 it's fine. Right. So, no, so, so I don't know if it was Arundel or Cheesy. Maybe Bays and Mazoe. Mazoe game, bro. You see, I'm in the right track. So, I don't know if it was Arundel or Cheesy. You know, sorry, random. Um, Mox was at Missouri, and yeah, we were always w- against each other in debate. And he back would, in they the used day. to twerk you guys, right? Uh, no, no, he didn't use to twerk us, but mm. you know, they, they beat us by one point in the final. Yeah. So, so <laughs> Mox, Mox, yeah. Mox, Mox is the guy when we came in form one, he's yeah. the guy that he was we all looked six. He, he was an upper six. six. Yeah. So we yeah. all looked up to him. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm Wait, Mox is a Moxinator? I'm now showing my age. Anyway, hi, Mox. All right, but I'm saying, I think one guy once went to Arundel, Southern Arundel Cheesy, right? And I think he wanted to use the gents. And went to a girl, she was like, I'm sorry, I don't do black. What? Don't do black what? Guys. What? I don't know if it was Aaron or Cheesy. Like. So you know, I know it was I, I Dominican convert. Dominican oh, convert. No, 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 no. No, not no. the Dominican convert. No. no, even still, it's the same brand. Can you like take it back? So on, on, on the subject <laughs> of schools, I think I, it's, it's worth talking about schools because, you know, you guys all circulated that 2014 post. I think what's important at the end of the day is that you have to deal deal the hand that you or handle the the, the 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 hand you are dealt as if it's the the, the hand that you wanted mm. okay so if you go to a private school you know do we it. thank god mm. do your best actualize your potential if you go to a mission school you know take the best out of that system and do your best um you know where where you come from school wise is not a determining factor as to whether you should do you know you'll do well or not Everyone will excel, and I say this because I teach at the UZ, you know, non-elitist, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And what I find is that someone's strength of character is what determines whether or not they they succeed. But at the end of the day, regardless of, you know, which school you went to, everyone has an obligation to get involved in the life of the country and... Which is exactly now what we're going to. Let's do Nugi's hard talk, and now we're going to go to the really political questions. Let's do it. (laughs) So go ahead to talk with a notebook, eh? (laughs) (laughs) hi this is fitzai and you're listening to nai or nai and the other guys okay so first things first um you are running for office definitely not pleasant correct all right now like how did this all come up let's start there Right, so the decision to run for mp for mp thank you um i've been on a journey for the last year of you know speaking out from the sidelines against flawed government policy, debated the governor. You know, I've had we had um, this Black Thursday, which I hosted, where we you know basically took a lot of public officials, 
uh, politicians to task concerning the way this country was was being run. And, you know, throughout the year, I started to see, because I was more engaged than I'd ever been, more interested in the running of the country, literally every single day. I'd read every newspaper to see what government policies are out, and I'd be scrutinizing them for legality and so on. And what I realized very quickly is that there's a vacuum in the political space. I'm obviously not suggesting that I can fill it on my own. But I, I do think there's a need for people to step up because, you know, we've got very clever people in Zimbabwe, very dynamic, you know, strong, capable individuals, but that's not really showing through um, in the political space all the time. And what I also find is that the daily struggles that we face as Zimbabweans are not in the mainstream. If you open any newspaper today, Chaye, you'll see Kasuko uh, in Hot Soup, Jonathan Moyo, whatever, Chiwenga, you know, or coalition talks at a standstill. You know, we're never talking about the cash crisis. We're never talking about high unemployment. We're not talking about the fact that the number of homeless people has gone up. We're not talking about the declining quality of education. We're not talking about how many Zimbabweans are leaving the country, migrating because life is tough. We're not talking about the fact that a lot of young people are still crashing on their parents' couch at 30, despite the fact Ish. that... No, no, seriously. I'm not 38. <laughs> Despite the fact that, you know, you all have worked hard, you've gone to uni, you've tried to do the right thing, you know, mm. you got your 15 points or your 11 points or whatever, and you went to university, you worked hard, you did your part, but there's just no space in the environment. And, you know, whether we like it or not, a lot of the problems that we face are political. Um, you know, I'm a lawyer, for example, and what you find practicing law is that if the ecosystem is toxified... In other words, if the politics is not working right, it's only a matter of time until it starts to hit you and starts to hit you hard, um, personally, professionally, etc. So it's at that point, you know, we, we realized that, you know, the more we spoke, the more it was falling on deaf ears. People just didn't listen or they just continue. You'd be like, hey, governor, it's illegal. The bond notes come anyway, you know. Did they actually so, make a, 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 a legal framework for that? Because so in the end, what they alarmed. did is so in October, the president passed a statutory instrument, mm. unlawfully, by the way, um, to create a framework for bond note, which was important in the sense that it was a concession that there was no legal framework and they were trying to railroad without the law. But more fundamentally, parliament only started doing the work of setting up a proper framework after the bond notes had been passed. So the question I ask myself is, where has this parliament been for the last six months? Why weren't they calling this governor to account and saying, look... So that's, that's what yeah. you want to do by them being a member Precisely. of parliament. Okay. Exactly. So I, I think she should get me. a medal of honor. Yeah. So how, how, how has that left you and your dad? Uh, like, you're moving from activism... No, my dad's cool. I mean, you know... Um, actually, I lie. Mm. Like any parent, the first thing is, look, it's dangerous. Mm. Don't do this. Um, so regardless of, you know, which affiliation, no, no parent in Zimbabwe wants their child to get into politics because what they imagine politics to be is something where... Which has kind of happened to me. It has kind of happened to me. But, you know, one of the, the key things of our campaign is to try and 
make politics sexy in Zimbabwe as opposed to guys from the colors in the website you <laughs> so, are like doing I, I, I hate to they're like, not sexy uh, in an ob- in objectifying women way you know but just trying to make it something that represents cool. hope inspiration you know an, an opportunity for, for young people to be engaged and to try and participate in shaping their destiny in the future of the country as opposed to it being a time of violence fear kutukana kuruisana mm. that sort of so I have a question. Do you think that lawyers can make uh, very good parliamentarian legislators, essentially? That's a great question. I don't think one's profession per se is the determining factor mm. as to whether or not one should be, um, or one would be a good poli- parliamentarian. I think you have to have the ability to connect to people, to listen to their concerns, and then advocate on their behalf and be their voice in parliament. Lawyers are often better placed to do this because they understand the framework, they understand the system, they understand the loopholes in the law, they understand the deficiencies that need to be fixed, and they're able to pick up very quickly, if they're a good lawyer, whether or not a piece of legislation is constitutional or not, which is the key um, thing that a parliamentarian should be looking at. So follow through. I just don't want you to fall into the... Who said it? I want the context. So Nkosana Moyo uh, initially, like when he made his talks initially about him thinking about running, he mm. spoke about how we invest in uh, doctors. We trust doctors because they are trained in that field. We trust lawyers because they are trained in that field. We trust actuaries because they are trained in that field. But we don't see people wanting to trust politi- We allow the political space to be for everybody. Mm. Like from Fama Chinotimba to normally so who's just there also you know what i mean Mm. like do you think that if there were a space for politicians to be trained would you be a proponent for that so i'm not i'm not so parliament in in an ideal world should be representative or it should be a microcosm sorry to use big words Okay, it should our, be a, our listeners are smart (laughs) (laughs) and we are smart too but okay it's supposed to be a microcosm of society so basically every zimbabwean should be able to look at Parliament and and see see their voice and see someone who represents them. So a young person should be like, hey, that's me. Mm. A professional should be able to say, hey, that's me. A rural, a a person who comes or lives in the rural, comes from or lives in the rural area should be able to say, hey, that's me. You know, Mm. it should represent everybody. So the minute you make it an elite institution for only those who are quote unquote trained to do that, I think you start to run into problems because you take away the organic you know, okay. voice of the people element of parliament. So in parliament, you're that, supposed to see farmers, you're supposed to see teachers, you're supposed ideally, to see yeah, lawyers. You should see every, every person. But do you every, think there should be a level of like... Yeah, I do, I do bemoan the quality of our parliamentarians. Who's the worst one that you think? <laughs> no, I'm not going to defame anyone here. Right. But I do think they should do better. She's right. such a lawyer. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> my, my question to you is, how does the ordinary, unemployed, more pleasant youth uh, connect with you such that I vote for you and try to see, well, what difference are you going to bring for me? Right. Um, so I think the first thing to realize... Well, that sometimes there's, there's an illusion that you are in lead... Uh, can, I, cost, can I yeah. so, um, just hmm. seek clarification yeah. from you so that I answer your question hmm. correctly? Hmm. What do you mean by elite? Uh, there was a time where you questioned uh, Ivan Skowi. Uh, no, I'm I'm trying to answer you. Okay. So there was a time when you when you questioned his going and and you were saying you know what even you were supposed to stand for us and everything you you said we should we should be on the ground but you leave 
And people are like, uh, you are talking from a point of privilege. Uh, you have a dad in the system. Maybe he is connected. You went to places like Arundel. You've been staying in Mopley. You don't know the issues. You've never been unemployed, in essence. So you don't know some of these issues that the ordinary person, who the ordinary support. people you say you want to stand for. Like uh, he had to run away because yeah. his life was more so in danger than yours than probably yours. could have ever been. So, okay. so, so in courts, that's, that's why I said in courts, there is, there is an illusion of right. you being an elite. Mm. Okay, so I'll handle your question in this way. Let's first deal with the Pastor E. Mm. Um, the suggestion you make that somehow I'm protected. Pastor E got arrested, uh, which, you know, wrongfully. That, that arrest should never have happened. But the same happened to me despite this illusion that my dad could just fix things and make sure I don't go to jail. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's an illusion that exists that shouldn't exist. Like, like I said, so, I put the illusion. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm now responding to, to you. Coming to the issue raised that do you have to be unemployed in order to feel what people are going through? The truth is I, I am employed, um, but at the same time I've got the ability to listen and empathize with people's um, concerns. So like I said, I teach at the UZ. I see what the students have to go through during university and past. And so I think what makes a politician uh, best place to represent people is the ability to empathize because you, you, you won't always see someone who's poor in parliament. But that doesn't mean that the people in parliament cannot represent the interests of the poor. What's required is the ability to have empathy towards their situation. And I think a lot of what our campaign has been doing is going to those communities, going to the low-income uh, groups, going to the students and saying, look, what are your concerns? How do we incorporate you into our vision for, for Mount Pleasant? So I do think absolutely yes. When an aspiring politician has the ability to empathize, they can absolutely represent the interests um, of those um, who are less you know, advantaged, as it were. And then I think something has to be said about privilege. I think, you know, people confuse elitism and privilege, and, you know, but that's a discussion for another day. So Fadzi sees that she's privileged because she's got a job. What are you supposed to do then? Close yourself in your house and say, look, too bad for those who are broke and unemployed. I'm going to live my life. No, you don't hide your privilege under the table. Rather, what you do is you use that privilege to improve the lives of other people. That's a better use of your privilege than so, saying... So this is what you're going to bring to the absolutely. table. Absolutely. I mean, if it were about me, I'd be like, like I said, I'm employed. Mm. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so because speaking on that, someone actually asked the question like, listen, we are tired of politicians who are actually getting into politics to be rich. So what, of which some of those who actually go there with money, like, so you look at, for example, some people trust Phil Chiangwa to do certain things with Ziva because he's got quote-unquote money, right? He's, he's no, got he a, does have money. Don't, is, quote, is, is, don't quote, quote an no, end quote. He's, he's got she's, the bag. She's going to go, we need to scrutinize. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but she, she, he has yeah, got... Yeah, scrutinize. Like sometimes have. a lot of people are saying, uh, strive Masia because like, they know he's already got money. So And some people kind of trust him because I'm more doctor because financially... I think we, I think you're good. You know what I mean? So someone asked, like, what are you coming in with so that we can trust you, that you won't be corrupt? So in other words, you want to know my net worth? I'm not no, going to no, tell no, you. No, 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 no. Like, like, are you good? 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 No. You don't, I'm solid. Not, you don't, I'm, yes. I'm your good. Your paper's fine. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm good. So because the next follow-up question. But then, you know, there's something uh, that I want to say then. Mm. That, you know, I go to court and, you know, the thing with law, sadly, mm. is that the worst things get in the country. 
the more work we get. You know, the more retrenchment there is, the more work we get, the more companies that go insolvent, the more people get divorced. You know, so the worst things get, the better things get for us, and reciprocally, the better things get, the better things get. So, you know, a, a competent, capable lawyer is unlikely to, to suffer even when things go bad. However, there is something to be said about operating in an ecosystem, like I said, that's toxified. Mm. You know, we don't want our young lawyers in Zimbabwe to be running around getting bail for people who are wrongly arrested. We want them to be like their counterparts in Joburg advising on big deals, doing law, you know, that pays well, advising on, you know, big mergers and acquisitions, you know, going to court on big commercial disputes, not Jodruko and Asia. So, you know, this business of scrapping and just surviving, you know, mm. life should not be miserable like that. People should be able to aspire to a better life. People should be allowed to, you know, like the finer things in life, you know, mm. and yet we find ourselves in Zimbabwe in a situation where we negotiate ba basic things like tap water. Nice. It's, it's not, it's just not. So what are you, because I think a couple of the, the bigger questions is what are you going to do about it? What have you been doing so far in Mount Pleasant? Okay, as, so. As, just, just explain. Sure. So what have you been doing so far? As far as Fazemahere goes outside politics, Fazemahere entering politics. And what are you going to do that's so different? Why should anyone believe you? Because we've been so dreams before. What are you going to be doing? Like, I don't can't explain your policy because I'm tired of, Explain your policy exactly. No, I explain the policy. Explain <laughs> who, how, <laughs> where, yeah. how, what. Okay, there, wow, there are a million how. questions. Because you've got a 21 page manifesto. Please, mm -hmm. guys, read it through. And you talk a lot about, and, and it's really like concise. Like, talk about Mount Pleasant, talk about all the things you're going to do, incentivizing, like, people who live there and people who give student housing and all those things. You guys can read that. So, what are you exactly, like, what's your plan? Right. So, the first thing you said, what do I want to do? One of the first things that's important for me is to, to promote youth participation. So, so far, our politics has been generally the preserve, especially over the last 10 or so years, mm. of, you know, young people don't feature as much. In 2000, it was a bit better, but we seem to have declined, slid back, you know, into that situation where you don't, the average age, I think, of a parliamentarian right now is between 60 and 70. It shouldn't be that way, given the youth bulge that we see. The other thing is I, I do want to to the extent that I am able to change the way politics is done. At the moment, you know, you don't see enough discussion around the issues, you know. How do you want to do that? So, so far I've highlighted some of what are the key ones in our, in our manifesto and mm. you have a few, there are three things that we'd like to focus on, hope, accountability, and development, development, you know. When did you last see development? in a true sense, around Zimbabwe, whether, you know, if you're in a rural constituency, urban, you know, all the same thing. The reason that we, we speak of, you know, the people who live in rural areas in the way that we, we do is because there hasn't been enough development there. Why are they still living in the housing they're still living in? Why do they not have electricity? Why do they have to travel such long distances to go to school? Why do they have to come to Harare for hospital care. But then, so my issue is, let's start talking about the issues again. But let's but make the issues Some people say we're key. done talking. Uh, and I want to know, because one the doing, right. like, there's Fantastic. no question like this. Like, what is going to do? Sorry, advocate for Zimbabwe. No, no, please When you're going to go out there, right? What you're saying, I've heard a lot. I've a lot of heard a lot of ZANU-PF politicians say. I've lot of, heard a lot of MDC politicians say. ZAPU politicians say. No, we just we, know politicians say. You know, like <laughs> so. I want to know what what are you going to do to make sure that Inini Saonai, right? I'm twenty, what twenty-seven. I'm going to be involved 
like properly within politics, probably within development. Like, what's the thing? Are you gonna build a whole for us so we can sit down and talk? Like, I want to know the exact concrete things. That, okay, that, right. For that particular policy. There, there are numbers. So let's let's talk about Mount Pleasant because, like I said, mine is not a national election, so I'm not gonna talk about the things I that need to be done in Zimbabwe. You get crucified for that, though. Huh? <laughs> you get crucified for yeah, that. But you know, no, Fazi is not here to boil an ocean. Fazi is here to to the extent that you can bring about some sort of change. Um, in Mount Pleasant. Now, the, the, the number one thing that we see as problematic um, throughout the country, but you know, specifically for Mount Pleasant, is that our country is falling behind techni technologically. Okay. okay, because we're always fighting about garbage collection, water coming out of taps. We we've just not been able to advance. And you guys are tech people. Mm. And one of the first things that we want to do in our first hundred days is get every ten-year-old coding. Okay. Now we're hearing police. Right. So you want to get every 10-year-old code in Mount Pleasant. In Mount Pleasant constituency. So it's not just the neighborhood of Mount Pleasant, mm. but it extends all the way to Avondale, mm. Benona, Pomona, Strathaven, etc. around the whole thing. How do you thing. intend to do that? We, so we've got a partner who's, again, a, a community yeah, leader, mm. community leader in the constituency who said, you know what, I needed a vehicle. I need someone to just champion this cause. We've got people who want to teach coding. We also, in this program, would like to integrate the UZ, those who are doing Komsky mm. um, at the university. What you'll find about the UZ, I went there, I teach there, you don't find UZ students integrated within the constituency. Mm. They literally just come to School. college, leave. So they're not part of Mount Pleasant, they're just in Mount Pleasant. They're in Mount Pleasant, but not part of Mount Pleasant. Mm. We want to change that. And then we've got big business in Mount Pleasant. We've mm. got students, we've got, you know, mm. we want to try and build synergies between those two networks because I think they can be some sort of symbiosis where they benefit each other. Right. We want to promote Mount Pleasant by Love Mount Pleasant locally. Um, we also want to, to take care of the homeless. I mean, with all the supermarkets that throw away excess waste, with all the people who throw away so much food that's, you know, mm. still okay. Why do we have homeless people still begging for food? What's stopping us from having food banks and soup kitchens? Just takes people to volunteer. And Pleasant. I come back to your question again. Which political party is really making the plight of the homeless top of their agenda? I don't see it. Okay. Um, you are not aligned to any political party. Yes. And some people think that you are being used by ZANU-PF to split the vote. Well, that, that would be really weird because ZANU-PF currently has the seat. So I don't know why they would use someone to tickle their own vote. But no, just, I think it, it split the, the MDC vote. So that what? I don't know. Does so that, that, but how though? Okay, okay. Let's, let's talk figures because, you know, I like data. Mm. The last election, you know, um, it's flawed, but we have to use the data that's available. 10,000 votes approximately went to um, ZANU-PF. About three, three to 4,000 went to... MDC. The MDC. This is Mount Pleasant. Yeah. Mm. Now, that 13,000 aside, there are 30,000, or in 2013, there were 30,000 eligible voters. My big question is, what of the 17? So I'm not interested in the 4,000 votes that will go to MDC. Yeah. I'm more interested in the unmobilized 17,000. Please tell so me I you're going to take the ZANU PF ones too. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, you know, you. We'd I'm like to repoliticize people as well. A lot of mm. people are jaded around the politics. They're sick and tired. The reason people don't vote it's is because they've got no faith in the system. They've mm. got no. So we want to reignite that. And we take nobody's vote for granted. We don't so, say, I know. So people can have faith in you, though. Yes. But as an independent candidate, um, are you not running the risk of you being in parliament? Say you win, 
and be the only voice there and you get this this similar uh, choking environment like you have in your law uh, law profession right so yeah. that's a good question and Sorry, a lot of people have presented <laughs> and now i'm going to yeah. presented that argument but what it betrays is a misunderstanding of what a role of a, what the role of a parliamentarian is Number one, before anything, it's to champion development in your constituency. And that's not a political party task. Mm. That always comes down to the individual MP, which is why you can have whichever party. But if your MP is not effective, if he's been imposed, if he doesn't care about connecting with the community, when last did your parliamentarian come to you and tell you what the parliamentary agenda mine, is? Mine, mine, mine is actually active in Atcliffe. He's, he's okay, but, but but I have, active. He's active. That's I haven't great. seen my councillor from your Ward councillor. 6. I keep complaining about okay, this. So, like seen I it. said, I'm not going to name names. I just mm. want to make the point. So number one, to champion development is an individual task. You don't have the whole political party coming together. Number two, if you look at the role of a parliamentarian, it's to debate the law. Now, there can be a hundred of you. If a hundred of you... With your majority, you can't pick out that the bond notes legislation or the bond notes policy that's being introduced is problematic. Not one person can put their hand up and say, we've got a problem here. Your majority is not helping you. So points of debate are always, they always come down to so, the individual so you, competence. You'll be saying you, you just expose certain things by you just being there and being the only one. You oh, might absolutely. not change, but you then might they, create an you, awareness. You'll, cr you'll raise awareness drive civic engagement, make this a national, a national discussion. You don't know that two years ago the, the death penalty was reintroduced. Well, I, I, I think they were still debating about... You uh, see, your uh, parliamentarian uh, didn't tell you what happened with that. Uh, that it's back in full force. Are you worried like for your life is, 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 is it back, is, like Isn't that. it back for men only? According so what happened? Okay, so what the, what the Constitution does is that it, it leaves it open to Parliament to decide what should happen for men between the ages of, I believe it's 21 and 70. Mm -hmm. And Parliament actually has the power right now in terms of the law to say that this we're week, not imposing this that. This was someone was sentenced though. Uh, yes, because it uh, came back. Because it came back, yeah. Exactly. So things like that, surely, whether or not the death penalty should be imposed, that's something that should be debated very widely. Before it's just... Yes, and uh, we should even have a referendum on it. But, mm. you know, it takes active par parliamentarians. And again, they, the parliament works through committees. For example, the Parliamentary Legal Committee. Again, they're about, you know, five to ten members, and it's individuals now who are scrutinizing the law. So you can have a hundred parliamentarians. If they don't know what the constitution is, then you're going to have legislation like, for example, the K-Lite ban, mm -hmm. which just comes in. It's you know, unlawful, unreasonable, and unfair, and there's no one to challenge it. One of the roles of Parliament is to scrutinize delegated legislation, but if you don't have the competence, if you don't have the energy as parliamentarians to do that, you've got a problem. Now, the parties that are there right now have a majority, but can I tell you that, you know, uh, a, st a statistic came out that over 50% of them in the last year have not said one word in Parliament. One word. Can I tell you how many times Parliament has failed to sit because it doesn't have a quorum? Because people simply don't show up in Parliament. But then there's going to be one person added to that house without going to change anything. Well, if I'm, you know, doing my bit for Mount Pleasant, then, you know. Yeah. And, and then more fundamentally, when you say, what am I going to change as one person, mm. then you have to then ask yourself, what is a Parliament, what's a, a political party with a minority in Parliament going to achieve? And what is it? Because yeah, they're going to be outvoted. Yeah. 
So mm. what's the point of having them? So should we say the MDC shouldn't sit in Parliament right now because they can't outvote ZANU? Ah, that sure. then discloses that people don't understand the checking and balancing mechanism mm. that people who aren't part of the majority so of Parliament... Would, someone would then argue and say, why don't you join a bigger team like MDC or some because other... So, no so, so that you can actually not just be one voice, but join a couple of voices, which are sort of like in the same sort of mindset. I right. Guess. So you say join voices. It assumes that the voices are the there. Same. Like ah. I said, bond notes. No one said Exactly. No one said anything. So which voices exactly am I joining? And let's just take the example of Julius Malema. Mm. One voice in parliament mm. is all it took to say, Bring when are you money. paying <laughs> back the money? You don't need your whole party to be saying that in unison. Mm. You need one voice that's bold enough, that's not towing the political party line, mm. that's making this an, an, an issue to say, when are you paying back the money? Right. And oh. so there is huge value in having an independent parliamentarian. I want, this is so boring. I, I, like, you, I don't have a question. I want you here forever, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was reading your blog, and there's, a, there's, there's a, an article that you wrote, and you say that we cannot run away from Africa forever. You pointed out beautifully in the blog that there's a growing anti-immigrant movement in the third world. Yes, and, and in, in the South, first world. In the first world, sorry. And in South Africa alone, just our neighbors yeah. already. Kind of, of course, of they don't want you there. Stuff, Let's right? be honest, they don't want you right. Zimbabweans there. Now, we just found out <laughs> that, I think, Zek said the diaspora vote is not going to happen. Yes. That it's not going to happen. Now, what does the you, does the person who supports ZANU-PF, the person who supports MDC, the person who supports Fadzema Heri, in the diaspora do to actively partake in the politics of the country? Because number one, well, they're not going to be, they, they can't run away from Africa forever. What are the people in the diaspora supposed to do? According to your, okay, like, so given, given the information in this blog. Right. Mm. So I think one, the first thing that we have to identify with the, with the diaspora vote is that the judgment that came out a few weeks ago from the Constitutional Court was a judgment from 2013, a case that was argued in 2013 based on the old constitution. Mm. What I would have expected to see from the diaspora right now is some sort of court challenge based on the current constitution on the diaspora vote. Mm. Unfortunately, this is not something that someone like me who's here can do, it, do for them. They have to mobilize and, you oh, know, so enforce you think those. The diaspora doesn't really care. I uh, know. I wouldn't say they don't care. I think they do care. And they, they, especially over the last year, mm -hmm. um, they have been very, very yeah, engaged. I mean, we've seen, you know, quite a big move. I, I think the issues are complex. They're intricate, like everything in Zimbabwe. So, you know, you have to start small. If it's decided in another Concord decision or if Zek finally settles on the fact that they're not entitled to vote from their different locations, then, you know, I would make the investment. If you're in South Africa, stop putting your money together now so that you can come as soon as registration is announced and then come back to vote. There's so many, there are over a million Zimbabweans in South Africa. Imagine if all of them just the made vote. the effort. They come to visit their families anyway. So, you know, time it in such a way that you're here around... The, the pertinent times, voter registration and voting. Mm. So I think you do, there, there is a measure of you have to be willing to make the sacrifice. The trouble that can happen, because I've lived in the diaspora, is that you can say to yourself, you can start saying to yourself, I'm going to wait until things are okay. The bad news is that, it you know, might never. it might never happen unless you take active steps to pursue things becoming okay as it was not going to happen on its own if anything the more we sit back and play the waiting game and this goes for those in the diaspora as well as those of them things are going to get so worse so much worse that our kids are going to be like 
Tell us about the time cut that there were once roads in Zimbabwe. Mm. The same way we, we people are saying to, to us right now, you know, it's time Bokwira chain in Ovakubloe, and you're like, what train? Mm. You know, the rail tracks now are broken, but it's not hard to fathom a situation where things roll back so much. And the thing is, the, the, the political elites can escape. They can go to Dubai. They can live in Santon. It's the ordinary man who suffers. So the ordinary man has to rise up. And it does come with sacrifice. But sticking your neck out and trying to take political office, people think that there's something to be gained from it. No, mm. you're actually losing a lot. You're losing your, your, your privacy. You're losing your ability to just put your head down and make money. You're losing your ability to just live in the comfort of your home and live the elite life that I, I, was, <laughs> I was accused of living. You lose all those privileges. And you're now you know, putting yourself out there you expose yourself, but that's the sacrifice. That's, what, that's the price that sometimes needs to be paid if you believe in change. Mm. So people should start putting some sort of action where, they, where their mouth is, as it were, mm. and start you know, taking active steps to try and find the change that we all uh, so desperately desire. Okay. So I have a friend. They, apparently you met them at ZFM and... Yeah, like who's oh my your gosh, friend? Sean. Uh, okay, yeah, name drop. Sure. Sean. So he says something, and then uh, you're like to him, "Well, I haven't convinced you, but then I'll buy you coffee and convince you uh, why you should get on board. Until you're convinced, then you'll know." The the drive that I'm going to is that there's this myopic thinking that started, like it's this whole the youth are gonna change everything. You're you're the dividend that votes, but we need, like, what is it that you're going to tell? The youth, and not only tell the youth, but then I think, what is their responsibility in all of it? Rather than saying because there's many of you, then go and vote. Not only go and right. vote just because I'm young, vote for me is not mm. enough. Yep. Yeah. What is it that they? Because you have? actually, so, you actually said it in your blog as well. Exactly, that being the young convert, is not It's enough. not a qualifier, and mm. and I stand by that. You know, being long, young on its own is not an attribute that will make you fit to govern. It'll make you fit to represent people. I think it's just a starting point, but it's a, it's a useful starting point because, generally speaking, someone young has got a, is thinking about the next 20 years because they've got the next 20 years to go. Someone who's young is more likely to be innovative because you know that's just the society we, we we're growing up with. Mm. Someone who's young is more likely to be you know interested in how you know you spoke of Usher earlier. So we're looking outwards and you know seeing the things that could work for us, seeing how we could improve on those things. That said, it's just like women. It's just like any group that's been previously marginalized. We shouldn't say that just because I'm young, just because I'm a woman, that's the end of the story. We have to look at our own competence. If we look at the current pack of parliamentarians and say they're incompetent, they, they, they misunderstand or they're not um, trained in constitutionalism, if we say that they don't have a heart for development, we then have to introspect and say, are we that much better as, as young people? You know, I wouldn't want people to vote for me just because I'm a young face mm. or just because I'm a woman. I want people to look at me and be like, you know what? Fazi's got sincere motives. Fazi's got a plan for progress. Fazi's competent. She can articulate herself and she can be my voice to represent uh, and advocate for my interests in parliament. Mm. So as young people, we have to now, because we're on the spotlight, everyone's talking about the youth dividend, even the president's on a schlep across the country to talk about young people. And, you know, the onus is on us to show that we're more than just social media managers. Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't like political parties where the role of the young is said, ah, mimi social media, mimi mi what about sitting at the actual table? 
where big decisions are being made about our future. It's easy for someone, you know, who's 70 to throw away our future because they won't be here in the next 30 years. But I'm thinking, you know, depends I will be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it depends. Extraterrestrial. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and she said Aisha, it you know, so, so, so young people definitely are in this unique position. So we need to build our capacity. We need to start, you know, remedying or fixing the mistakes that the generations ahead of us made. And I have to say of our parents' generation that, you know, they, they, they bust too long in this post-independence glow where they could get a mortgage, they could buy new cars, they could do all these things without thinking about, okay, so what's the vision for the Zimbabwe we want? With the result that they, they would inherited a system that they have, for the most part, destroyed. The same bridges that were built, say, for that bridge, Ipatau, Nasanarari, are the same bridges that were there, you know. So Ever since, there's no progress. My train, my grandmother saw trains, and yet I'm not seeing trains in those generations after me. Uh, the children who are young now will only see trains and toy, toy books and, you know, that sort mm. of thing. It shouldn't be like that. So we should see ourselves moving forward. There has to be some visionary thinking on the part of young people. I, I want to give you, a, like, I want it to be a task. Let's break down this whole competent. Maybe not for Fadzai. Okay. But what do we think? Is Jerry, competent. come back. Yes. What Jerry's do we think? angry because I'm elitist. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're bad and bougie. I'm bad and you're bougie. Bad and, bougie. Oh, oh. and I can't oh, speak for the record. I had to ask, yeah. do you eat gelato? Um, uh, I have had gelato before, but generally. Gelato <laughs> no, I think because we, we kind of have to wrap up. Because yeah. uh, it's been an hour 20, one of the longest <gasps> podcasts wow. we've ever done. Wow. Uh, but okay. everyone, I'm sure everyone should listen. You have to post it on your social media. I'll see. I'll see whether you, you know, okay, you don't yeah, edit. I need the competent. Competent. Mm. What do you think a competent parliamentarian is? Okay, so competent number us? one should have a heart for the people. Mm. Competent number two should have integrity. Either whether they're young or old, mm. we don't want that. Um, thirdly, I, I do think you must have, or you must work towards attaining some sort of technical skill. So if you're a finance person, let's use that. If you're a legal person, let's use that. If you're entrepreneurial, let's use that for, for, for driving industry and whatever. I think in addition to that, you have to have an ability to lead. So you actually have to be a leader? Yeah, you have to be a leader, no okay. doubt. You have to be able to bring out the best in people. You have to be able to work in a team. You have to be able to collaborate. You have to be able to you know, find your space within a bigger vision, as mm. it were. Yeah. Right, cool. Jerry? What's your competent guy in parliament? My, my competent guy would be um, an action-oriented uh, mm -hmm. individual. Okay. Don't just say things. Do, Do. some of those things. Yeah. When, when, when you have a vision and you see it, let's work with what let's you have. Let's start from there. Yeah, okay. So most of those guys are not working. Onai? Uh, I'm, I'm with Jay on that. I just kind of feel like, let's see the action. And you have a big fear for people. One of the things I like is accountability. Like yeah. regardless, like just be accountable and don't don't BS us, right? Like you know, you yeah. know. Can I just say something there? Some people say, and it sounds harsh when it's said, that you get the government you deserve. You know, <laughs> if you see people who steal and they steal over and over again, whether it's Zim Def funds, whether it's the fifteen billion, and you keep those people in power and you never question them and you never give them a hard time, it's all on you. It's all on you. You can't say, "Oh no, they BS'd me." No. But then, but then you, you've got you've AC goes to Rita says, "Hey, girl, you know how we rigged." So it's, even if you try, like, then what's no, the no, point? No, no, but that's not. Because, that's not. That's not. Seeking no. accountability no, but, in a genuine but, but my, 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 my and sincere sense. You have oh, yeah. to go further, as it were. You have to be able to say to the governor, look, this is illegal. 
public outcry, number one. Number two, court action, for example, just national, just nationalizing the concerns. But a lot of the time, I see people put the, putting their head down. You know, ah, Jishande, I know I'm not going to vote. It's not going to change anything. Ah, you know, that, mm. you get it. You yeah, have to. It. In the same way you expect your parliamentarians to be action-oriented, the citizens should be action-oriented. Who consume this politics should be active as well. And I love the energy that's, that's around scrutinizing our campaign. And all I wish is that it permeates to every single person who's running for office. The same tough questions must be asked, the same sort of scrutiny. What's this person's background? What do they bring to their table? What's their personal profile? Why should we believe them? What, what's their plan for progress? We never ask that. We just, we're too happy to put that X. We only ask you, you know? because... You only ask me because... Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I, I, think, I think like we've covered a lot. Uh, I'm hoping you'll be back, hopefully, on a different show. I'm, yeah. I'm really hoping you... And beyond. I'm, really I'm, hope. I'm hoping to do that too. All right. My competent guy. To. Yeah, like, pardon? My competent guy. I, w I want people who are able to go through an audit before they actually go into parliament. And like, after. Be, ab be able to say, I'm willing to stand and be scrutinized by a system. Yep. And if there's anything that I have done, whether we will offer you immunity for honesty, but then people must be able to be screened before they walk into parliament. I agree. There we go. So, guys, That's it's, it's been, I don't know, like, I would want to say, what's your last word? Uh, but then, you could go on, so I'm going to give you a minute. Thank you. So my last, my last word is this, that you know, all the things that we dream for Zimbabwe to become, all the visions for progress that we have, let's start to be the change we wish to see in our community. So if you want to start to see competent politicians speaking in parliament, you need to take some active steps towards making sure that happens. And if possible, stand yourself. If you want to see lawyers who are all you know, sleek on the ball, dynamic with their clients, be that change. If you want to see industry that's prolific and entrepreneur, entrepreneurs who have got amazing drive and don't stop and who fail fast and are willing to keep going, you have to start to be that change. The Zimbabwe we want is not going to create itself. We have to take active steps, regardless of where you're coming from, regardless of your background, regardless of the hand that you've been dealt. You have to, you know, Act as those the doubt that you, the, the the hand that you wanted in the first place. So please let's be the change we wish to see um, in our communities. And let's not forget um, during this political period the need for hope and inspiration. Thank Zimbabwe you. is a beautiful country mm. with beautiful people with amazing potential. We must never forget that. We should never let the current status quo make us believe that Zimbabweans cannot achieve big things. And I'm not talking about big things, you could team Vurebudim tap, no. I'm talking about going to the moon type of big things. I thought you meant you know? like 50k, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not that. But mm. you know what I mean. Let's let's not be afraid to to give ourselves the luxury of dreaming big, of, you know, mm. going all the way and pushing the country forward really to to achieve the potential we all know it, it holds. President 2023? No. Okay. I won't be old enough. All right, cool. So, guys, it's been Nana and the other guys. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Where can people get in touch with you? Just like right, before, so, where people get in touch with you. So, people can find us on our website, number one, Fadzai4, the number four, mm. MP. See what I did there? Four MP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we've got, I've got a political candidate Facebook page. I've got a personal Facebook page. You can get in touch with me there as well. You can DM me on Twitter or you can just simply tweet me. And look, don't ever let people believe, make you believe that social media doesn't have a role to play in terms of messaging and communicating. Obviously, it's not the only way in which we communicate, but it's a very efficient way. Let's not be afraid to use it. We use it for spreading jokes about Lamech. Let's use it for the bigger things as well. Mm. 
So thanks guys for having me. This has been so much fun. Yeah, I hope to um, see you again. It was really here. cool. Definitely. And thank you very much for making time. Um, thank you. Guys, Nana and the other guys, normally so where can people yes, find you? Yes, you can find me at the Flaming Arrow where should I set a blaze. Enjoy. You can also find Nomaliso volunteering on yes, our campaign. Yes, yes, yes. So please like volunteer, a, volunteer, volunteer. I have to go get her the votes now. And, and, and you know, someone asked me, look, can, can young people, can I identify with the young? The best thing I can say to those people is get involved in the process. Get involved. That job, I swear to you, no matter what ZANU-PF says to you, that those two million jobs aren't going to land on your lap. There are going to be some things, some big sacrifices you're going to have to make. So please, 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 let's be happy to make them. Jerry, I love you, by the way. You're so Yay. cool. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, where can people get you? Marosha, Jero, no social, what, what. All right, okay, so uh, guys, make sure you like Capital 2C3, the Facebook page, the Twitter handle, Instagram, and 99, the other guys have got a, a Facebook group coming up oh, called NOOG Nation. It's the Nook, yeah, Nook Nation. Nation. It's coming soon. It's kind of nice. just trying to take pictures. But anyway, nice, it's coming guys. soon so we can all talk. And we'll have all these conversations. So thank you guys for listening. Free to say it and free to do it. And now. Capital 263.